are strong, you are worthy. You are creative, you are kind. You are beautiful inside and out. You are an unstoppable force. Nothing is unattainable. You will not compare yourself to others because you are enough, you were enough, you'll always be enough. Shower me in warm rays of perspective. Grant me the space to be more accepting of what is and less resistant of what I can't understand. Provide clarity where my vision gets foggy and give light where my sense of self lack visibility. Allow me to embody my truest self. I allow myself to transition into new ways of thinking, living, and learning. I provide myself with the space and grace to clear my mind, rest my body, and reconnect with my spirit. Love, joy, and tranquility enters my life in beneficial ways. Thank you for joining me for another episode of My Curl Speak with Key. Of course, I'm Key, and happy Wednesday. Okay. See, it's been so long, I forgot. I had a drop right there. <laughs> so happy Wednesday. It's been a month since my last episode aired. And I'll be honest with you. I meant to be gone for longer than now. My intentions wasn't to come back until September. But I missed y'all and I have so much to talk about. So I don't even know if we're going to call this season two because I wasn't gone long enough for that. But we're going to get right back to where we started from. Today, on my first episode back, I'm having one of my dearest and longest, it's been a while, it's been since MySpace, pals on the show. Let's welcome Brian from Two Tears in a Bucket for the very first time. Hey, Brian. Hello, Carol. How are you? I know you did not. I did. First of all, they they don't know my real name. They know it now. That's not how you say it. Carrie, we're going to assume he's carried it, okay? Do you really not know how to say it? Correct me. If somebody add me on Facebook, I'm going to cuss you out. Okay. But anyway, my name is Carrie L., which is where the I key comes from. And I've known Brian since I was 15, and I just realized he did not know my name. Wait, what year was that, though? 2005. And how do we meet again? MySpace. Wow. You know, I was the famous back then. What happened? It's like we're not gonna get into Anyways, um, we're gonna do some <laughs> we gonna do some icebreakers to, you know, warm you up and get you ready for the Uh-oh. show. Okay. I already know the answer to this. You know, I don't know if I'm gonna ask you that. Nickelodeon or Disney? Nickelodeon. Um East Coast or West Coast rap? East Coast. I know the answer to this. We might beef later, but Biggie or Tupac? Biggie, of course. I know. Um, let's see what else we got. Give me your top female artist of all time. Everybody who knows me knows I love Whitney Houston. Um, you can't tell me anything wrong about Whitney Houston. Let's not get on the. Uh, it's okay. 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 We ain't gonna get on it. She still was talented, Absolutely. so it doesn't matter. You know, I agree. That's one. Is that or it's not on? Are you putting them in order or is no order? You didn't ask me a certain number, did you? Five. You didn't say top five. I did. You did say you're a top. I said top five. 
You want to bet? We'll run that back. We're going to okay. trust me. We it was five. But okay. Okay. Whitney Houston for sure. Mm-hmm. Of course, you know, I stand for Rihanna, but I don't know what number to put her at right now. But Whitney, Rihanna. Um, I love Janet Jackson as well. She's Ooh. definitely number two. Uh-huh. Um, Anita Baker. Love Anita Baker. Okay. Tony Braxton. Mm hmm. Hmm. So we got Whitney. Hold on. You said Whitney. You Whitney. didn't put Rihanna in order. So right. I'm assuming, no offense, because I know how you stand. She's number five? We'll say that right now, yeah. Okay, and then Anita was number four? Mm-hmm. And then... So it's Whitney, Janet. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know what? Bump that. Whitney, Janet, Rihanna... I don't know if I have a five because I can literally do. I can go on. I don't know why I thought you said Mariah Carey. Am I hearing stuff? You might be. Okay. I love Mariah, but she's not one. She's not in your top five, right? No. Now, can I ask you something that you not reach across this table? I put my hands in my pocket. Okay, Rihanna. Compared to your other artists, is it because you are in love with her and she's the full package altogether and not talent? Cause it's not. I'm not saying Baby Girl can't sing, but compared to your other artists, she is kind of. I see what you're saying. Um, of course, I think Rihanna's super talented, but I think it's her. My infatuation with her yeah. probably does you know build into it. But I would definitely debate somebody down with Rihanna versus whoever their favorite artist is. Because like I say, that's how much I love her and know her material. But for the most part, it's more of an infatuation thing as well. Yeah, it's it's because Rihanna fine. Something about I don't know. It's just something about her whole. She aura. fine and she has like she was the first artist I ever noticed had like what you call like sex appeal, without doing too much. It's like she naturally I don't know if it's the Caribbean roots or what it is, but she always had this thing about her. Even though she was at first the girl next door, she was the sexy girl next door. Right, a little island girl vibe. Yeah, yeah that could be what it is. That's okay, well I'm so glad you didn't get offended because I mean. If you ever question somebody about their favorite, sometimes they, because I used to do that about Joe. It might hit me later. Trust me. I'm going to think about this and like, did I really not spaz on you? But we're going to let that Nah, we was trying to have a friendly conversation. You know, this is my show coming back. So, yeah. Okay. All right. So, I brought you here today because a few months ago, I had a lot of stuff happen in my life. So, I didn't do this show. Mm-hmm. But somebody inboxed me on Snapchat and they asked me, they were like, um, did I see the Steve Harvey interview that was going viral? Anybody that knows me personally knows that I utilize the Internet, but in moderation Mm -hmm. because I have social anxiety. So, like, I get on, I post and then I get off. I had no idea what the guy was talking about. So I was like, what are you talking about? So he sent me a video from YouTube where Steve Harvey said that he had no female friends. I don't use the word female because I know it. Why now? Somebody told me what it meant. He had no women friends, no no women friends. And the reason why was because he was married and he did not believe that a woman and a man could be strictly friends. So the person was like, I want you to do a show on this. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. But then a lot of stuff happened and a lot of my shows go off of like energy and how I'm like was processing in my life. So I never got around to recording the show. And I thought the best person to have for this show would be you because we've been friends for so long. Mm-hmm. And I know you have a lot of women friends. Oh yeah. Definitely. Do you feel like now 
I'm gonna get in depth with this because it's kind of like a trick question. But do you feel like women and men can be friends and nothing happen? It's possible for sure. Now, most men, like you say, we're we're hunters, we're aggressors. So most men, I'm not speaking for myself. I'm speaking in general. They're looking for something in return. Could you elaborate? They're looking for some type of. It's going to get to it a benefit. For the most part, probably sexual. Most men, you know, you want something in return. Platonic friends. A lot of men don't want to be a platonic friend with a female, especially an attractive female. So, But I'm a little different. I have plenty of female friends that you don't like the word female. Right. I, I don't get, I don't feel like you being disrespectful, so you can use it if it's a part of your vocabulary. But it's I want to cool. know the meaning after we're kind of done. Okay. I can tell you why we don't like it. A lot of my female friends like to say I'm different, you know, but at the same time, I'm just a respectful person. You know, I grew up with my grandmother, mother, two sisters, so I just have a little bit more respect for a woman than a common man would. So, like I say, platonic friends, it's easy. It's really easy because every person you meet doesn't have to be some kind of sex partner, which a lot of men think won't. But sometimes whenever you cross that line, you know, things get different. So I don't even try and cross lines. Life happens, but I'm not an aggressive person. So right. stop yeah. trying to make things sexual with everybody you meet. It's just weird. Life doesn't have to be that way. Listen, so I had this conversation with my homeboy. Well, he's not really my homeboy. Kind of, sort of. He kind of my boss. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I had this conversation with uh, one of my friends that actually works on this network Mm -hmm. and we had this discussion and I said that we were planning to do this show right Mm -hmm. so he was like well key I don't believe in it he was like you know a man awake right I was like what do you mean he was like just because a man doesn't like try to pursue you doesn't mean if the chance doesn't come he wouldn't do it a man awake they'll wait they turn so like I said all this to say me and you have been friends since I was like 15, 16. Mm-hmm. Not to get too personal, but to prove his point, have you ever wanted to have sex with me? Or if I would have wanted to have sex with you, would you do it? To generalize that. I was being specific, but <laughs> but you can generalize it. We can. But to generalize that, like he said, a man will, quote unquote, wait his turn. Not necessarily saying he's praying on it, he's anticipating it, mm-hmm. but... When it all boils down, hey, a man's not really going to turn down sex with someone they have a lot of rapport with, all those years of bonding with that often. So if the opportunity presents itself, I'm pretty sure seven, eight times out of ten, a man isn't going to accept it or take advantage of the opportunity. But like I say, that doesn't speak for everybody. See, for me, like the more I know somebody, like I got a friend that has been my best friend um, actually, I don't call him my best friend because it like it kind of escalated to like I would say he my family. So it's like that's my brother. Oh, yeah. Like they got to be in my snaps a lot. But he doesn't stay here. So you don't see him all the time. Um, we've been friends for so long until I couldn't look at him like that. If that makes any sense. Like I remember he was stationed in Italy and he no, this was before he came to Italy. I was pregnant with my last child mm-hmm. and he I was married at the time. He stayed at our house. Like, my husband was okay 
with my ex-husband was okay with him staying with us and he would leave us there before by ourselves it was a situation i'm eight months pregnant i fell <laughs> in the bathroom like in the shower and this man had to help me like get myself together now i don't know i could have been less attractive because i was like i think you told me about that story like i was super super pregnant but, like, I never saw him look at me any kind of way. Like, I've never looked at him any kind of way. But I think once a woman friends on a man, it's a different experience than when a man friends on a woman. Sometimes men, now I can only speak for what I think because I'm not a man. Mm-hmm. And I'm aware that I'm not a man. But I feel like sometimes men, like, it's one of those situations where, okay, this is what she's allowing me to be, so I'm going to take it. But, huh. She bad. You know what I'm saying? Right, like, right. Whereas with us, once we build that rapport with you, like, especially once I call you bro. It's all right. There's a difference. Like, if me and you've been, me and you've been friends for a very long time, but you're not my brother. <laughs> like, correct, like correct. me and you ain't never been on no brother sister type thing. But as for that particular friend. I go to his family cookouts. Like, his mom calls me her daughter type oh, thing. Like, fam, fam. like, we oh, family, yeah. family. Like, he's the only person that my mom don't care if he come to her house type thing. <laughs> like, family, family. And I could never see him in that light, regardless of what the situation was presented. It's almost like incest to me. Right. So like I said, I have a couple of female friends. One in particular. I'm not going to call a name. We ain't going to get all that personal. But I can't look at it like that. Mm-hmm. Attractive girl. Dark skin, slim, okay, whatever the case may be. But we've just been, we talk literally every day, almost all day. We can be on the phone. Her mom probably don't know. Oh, yeah, she on, she on the phone with Tizzy. Hey, Tizzy, you know, we just tight like that. And I just can't, I don't even look at her that way. I, I guess even, it depends on, like, the relationship. But I got another question for you. Sure. See, again, um, for my listeners, I have a lot of people on my show. Some of the people that I have on my show are from the network, and I'm just meeting them. But then, like, lately y'all been being introduced to people that have known me by my real name, even if they say the name wrong. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So with that being said, okay, we're going to go into some some deep stuff real quick. Okie dokie. Okay, I got two questions. Mm -hmm. The first question, let's say you cross the line, right? You're friends, and you cross the line. Do you think that you could ever go back and be platonic? Or do you think there's such such thing as that? It depends. But in totality, I really think once you cross that line, even if you don't speak on it, it's like in your head. Like, I remember. Mm-hmm. Even if it just happened once, drunk, whatever the case may be, it can go back to being platonic. But it's just that little thought in the back of your head. It's like, mm. and especially if y'all told your friends about it or maybe a couple people know mm-hmm. it'll never be viewed as oh they're just platonic friends but because when you don't have that one friend be like oh yeah they did do that thing one time i don't know it's gonna water it yeah, down yeah especially just a bit, if so. you telling people about it like if it's something that you don't discuss it might not be that bad but i mean let's be for real how many of us have encounters that we don't talk about even if you just tell one person you did tell somebody so right because best friends they have other best friends. So right. that best friend is going to tell maybe that other one mm-hmm. person. So it's never going to be viewed as 100%. Oh, no, they would never. Oh, but they did. You know, so once you cross that line, and if you can stay between those two people, hey, it might can be washed away. But once one other person knows, it's it's kind of like that. Mm, it's, it's not that innocent thing anymore. So 
I have one friend that I had sex with mm-hmm. that I'm still friends with. Only one. I had sex with him maybe three or four years ago. It happened once. Mm-hmm. But I will say this, like, it's one of those, like, inside jokes that we have. So, like, I had a conversation with him because originally I was going to ask him to do this show with me. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course, I wouldn't have said I had sex with him on the show. That would have just been my business. And it's not Brian. Y'all know y'all like to do it. Yeah, they like to kind of insinuate. But they you kind of put me on the spot earlier. So no, it would have only been fair. I only asked you that question because of the fact that um, I'm going to call his name. CL from the Relationship Status Podcast. That's who I was talking about. I had a conversation with this week. And he was saying that a man would pretty much wait until the 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 opportunity presents itself so i asked you in that way because like i said i introduced you as one of my oldest friends i have known you longer than i've known my best friend wow so with that being said it's like okay if the if the opportunity presented itself would you because i mean that's what the question is would are you truly friends with a woman and you don't have any feelings for her or is it like you're just you're taking what you what you've been presented with. Like for example, you're not a, a r- rapist, duh. <laughs> Let's start. Wow. And you're not, not you're not a rapist, but I know you well enough to know that I won't say you're passive, but I will say you're not aggressive. Correct. Meaning that okay, if you were attracted to me, I wouldn't even know. And I've been friends with you for a long time. I get what you're saying. Like I say, I'm I'm a flirtatious person. I throw a little flirty, flirty, but I'm not going to overly assert myself to be like, hey, I want to do this. I want to do this. Can we do that? I'm not that type of dude. So it fits the question, like you said, perfectly because basically, well, I'll wait. Yeah. And you know what? Side story. My friends love to say I'm slick. Oh, because Tizzy, you know, he'll become friends with these girls, they become cool. Next thing you know, they're throwing it at him, so to say. I get it, but at the same time, it's like, I can't help that I'm a good person. In right. general, I can be talking to you every day. You can text me. You need advice on something. Mm-hmm. I can be your friend. And if it happens to come to that, of course, it's my choice if I do it or not. But it's not like a, a scheme or a plan. Right. or That's not me. It's almost like I'm manipulative. No, manip- manipulative. Thank you. Um, But I don't like being judged that way. But like I said, I'm just a friendly person. We can be friends. We don't have to do anything. I'm not going to attack you in any way. I don't have to flirt with you. But if you want it to happen to cross that line, we happen to get there. That's fine. But like you said, when you cross that line, sometimes things can get a mm-hmm. little. So that's why I don't, believe it or not, I actually kind of deter from things sometimes if I know it's going to yes. be. Mm-hmm. If they're going to want something more from then I know what it's going to be. So you have to be careful. Most men don't care. They're going to get what they have to get and. The woman just fend for themselves later. Yeah. But no, I don't like that because I don't believe there's a female out there who can kind of trash my name because I just don't move dirty. I'm right. A very I've never person. heard anything. I that... miss out on something before I take advantage mm-hmm. of a female, point blank. It's all about body language, too. Like, we're adults. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Now, okay, pay attention to exactly what I'm saying. But you can take cues of when someone is sexually attracted to you versus when someone is not most of the time. Now, it is very important for you to be able to take them. And if that person's body language stops, 
giving you that message then to stop because you know people take what I say and make it into some into something that I'm not saying. So if I'm not giving you that body language, like I'm not, you know, rubbing on. I was about to say rubbing your knee, but I really in this in this case I really do mean I'm not like rubbing on you. I'm not saying what I would do to you if I had a position. If wow. I, you know, like, I'm not doing all of those things. Mm-hmm. Then you may not be like, okay, Keith is not trying to have sex. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But you know how I get if I want to have. You know what I'm saying? Like I would probably say I'm a Scorpio. Oh yeah, you just gonna say what you got to say. I'm gonna say what I got to say and be done. So it's not. It's no gray area with me. I'm either hot or I'm cold. <laughs> so, so you gonna know. You gonna know like if I'm attracted to you or not. But I only asked you. I wasn't trying to like embarrass you and nothing like that. Oh no, I know. But I just wanted to know because, like I said, we've been friends for so long, and I've never put your friendship on the scale that I have with the the brother friend that I told you about. Right, like there's different levels of friendship. Yeah. a lot of people need to realize that because mm-hmm. it's just different. I'm not saying different friends for different types of. But like I said, you. Pre- I'm pretty sure you have female friends and male friends who you may talk to one person about. Certain types of things before you are talked to, mm-hmm. so exactly, like, and they can all be just as good as friends. Just certain friends are, you know, cater to them on different type of categories. So people just need to. Mm. Matter of fact, that would be a good pod as well. Like you should friends, do friends, like different levels of friends. Because mm-hmm. you had your friend, I got friends that I like. I got this one friend. I call her for absolutely everything when i say absolutely everything like i call her about business plans but Mm. i also call her about people business (laughs) like she's like all the way versatile right but then i have some friends that i just call to like vent or they vent to me or we talk you know like girl talk but i wouldn't present business plans to them and then I got some friends that I call when I want to go to dinner and brunch. Mm-hmm. But then I got other friends that I know they don't want to go outside. You understand what I'm saying? And then I got some friends that I travel with. You can't travel with everybody. That's how you fight. You can say that again. Like, you know, so it's different levels. But I want to stress this before I get into the second part, mm-hmm. the second half of this show. I don't believe in crossing the line. If we've been friends for a long time, I could consider it. But it's like after a while, I look at how much I have at risk and I won't do it. I don't believe in crossing the line. And I'm going to tell you why I don't believe in it. I had a friend for 11 years. He was my friend. Now, I'm going to go deep into this. I actually had a crush on him. I had a crush on him, but I didn't think he saw me like that. So it was one of them situations where I, the woman, was like, okay, I like him, but I'm going to take this friendship, whatever he gives me. I want him to be a part of my life type thing. Right. So, okay, we had been friends in high school. He was the most popular guy in high school. I had a crush on him. But it never went into more than that. Did he try? We slept together. We did sleep together, but now I'm, I'm gonna tell you the whole story. We slept together, but it didn't it didn't go from that. Like after that, it was more on some stuff. Like he told me that he didn't feel like he was a right fit for me. Like basically, when a man tell you that ain't no good for you, Nothing that's what he told me. Okay, and let me tell ladies, when a man tell you that, run. <laughs> like you think that they just saying that, but if a man ever tell you that you're too good for them or that they're no good for you. 
That's not manipulation. That is the truth. Usually they know what they're talking about. So there you go. I was just kind of add on that real quick. Like you said, when a man say they don't want you, it's not trying to hurt your feelings. Just that, hey, they're actually looking out for you. Like, uh huh. You cool and all, but that ain't this and this ain't that. Right. Point, period. Believe that. Believe a man when they say, hey, I don't want to mm-hmm. take it. I don't care if they say it drunk, sober. It don't matter. And if they say it drunk, you really listen to that. Because a lot of, like, a lot of honest thoughts come from drunk nights. Right. I'm telling you. A man alive and say he wants you and want to do this and when he's sober. Up. But when he say he don't, listen, it, please. So, please. y'all, let me tell you. So, years went on. I still had a crush on him, but we was just friends. I, I accepted what he was saying to me, right? We was just friends. I had a child, I got married, I had another child, I was going through a divorce, and then he comes to me and was like, you know what, I think I want to be more. Now, you got to remember, it's an 11-year friendship. I loved this man for 11 years, right? Mm -hmm. So, of course, even though I was probably not in no position to talk to anybody because I was going through divorce and all this other stuff, um, he was my friend. So, I was like, okay, he know everything I've been through. I guarantee he's not going to put me through that because nobody knows me like him. Mm-hmm. So I thought, y'all, <laughs> that boy did me worse than everybody. When I say, like, all my poems that I've written on this show come from that. Like, everybody think it was from, like, my ex or, like, stuff that I recently went through. That friend. It, it, happened, from, it happened from that particular situation because when we broke up, I didn't just lose a lover. I lost a, a friend. friend. And I couldn't separate. I had a hard time separating what he did to me from the friendship because all I kept saying, if you was my friend, you would have never did this to me. Bingo. So did y'all ever like make that back up? Are y'all okay? I'm going. Up? I'm gonna keep going. I got more to the story. Oh, I got to hear this. Okay. okay, I didn't tell you this part because I wanted to tell you on the show because you know who I'm talking about. Oh. Hey, you don't know what I'm talking about. I'll get it later. I, okay, I, I'll, I'll the poem you. the guy wrote poems about every day, and I was sending them to you. The one that had the baby on me. Continue. I'm okay. Jump. Hold on. Only one had a baby on me, but anyway. <laughs> Anyway, y'all get all my business, all the tea on this show. But I ain't call no names. All right. So we broke up and, you know, he went back to his happy family or whatever he had going on at the time. And a year passed and he reached out to me again because what he does is he would block me on everything and then create new accounts. And then follow me again. And I would always be receptive of it because, you know, we still, even though I still was hurt, once I healed from it, I was good. I was okay with being a friend. But to this day, whenever he would reach out to me, it wouldn't be on no friend stuff. It would be like he would pretend like he wanted to be my friend, but then it'd be like, well, you know, I still love you. Okay. And I just couldn't do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm actually, he blocked me. My second week on this show, he had just started following me on, like, Instagram and Snapchat. Like, I think, like, the first week in January. This show dropped the third week in January. The second week of this show, I got blocked on everything. I don't even know why. Like, I was about to ask, do you think you know why he keeps blocking you and adding you? Because it doesn't really. I feel like he missed the friendship. But it's like, like I said, once you cross that line. You know how to separate, okay, I just want to be a friend again versus. He, but more. I haven't really came in contact with any exes that can be my friend. Like the only person that I feel like 
can be my friend and like or will accept me as just platonic and it's not platonic it's the weirdest thing i'm about to say to you is my son's father like we treat each other like cousins you know what i'm saying but like everybody else i don't feel like they can see me as just key and not Something more. Something more. And that's why, like, they have this beautiful, you know, it's a love story. Brown sugar. You know what I'm saying? Like, you see stuff like that. Or people say that your best friend would be the best love of your life. But that could be, you could lose your best friend. By crossing the line. By crossing the line. So, I mean, to each his own. But I personally, I don't believe, like, once we decided that we were going to be friends, like, I might think you cute. You know what I'm saying? But I don't want to jeopardize what you mean to me. Right. Because that friendship is definitely going to weigh, mean a lot more to you than that possible, whatever y'all trying to make yeah. it more than that. Yeah. I can find somebody else line. I ain't trying to lose you as my friend. Just because we think we compatible. Yeah. We think we're going to be this and it end up being a little fling. Yeah. And, right. I, and it's not worth it. It's not worth it. Now, okay, now that tied into the second half of the show. I know where this is going. Okay, do you believe that exes? Now, we were just talking about friends, chain, like friends mm-hmm. crossing the line and becoming friends again. Now I'm about to, you know, remix it a little bit. Okay. Can you be friends with your ex? Me personally, yeah. My matter of fact, my most recent ex, that's my dog, like, no bad blood. We never I've never had. heard you say anything bad about her. I can't. No bad blood. I know if I ever needed anything, she'd probably be the first person I'd probably go to. Mm-hmm. Like That's just how close-knit we are. And, of course, you know, it's been years in. And, of course, we've been, you know, separated for a few years now. But that's just that bond we have. Mm-hmm. Like, I could, like I said, recrossing that line, I don't think that can ever happen. But as far as a friend, I don't care. 20 years down the line, we're going to be in contact somehow, some way. We may be married with children and stuff by then, but that's going to be forever, like, my dog. I don't even use that term. It sounds weird for me saying it, my dog. It does kind of sound just, weird, but I'm going to let you do that. Like I said, I can't say <laughs> best friend or friend, but she just my, my G, my dog, my homie, because like I said, I can go to her before. You know what I'm saying? I can just go to her for really anything if I had to. Right. And I know she got me because it's like, we just mesh well on that level. So I'm glad I appreciated the relationship. I learned a lot, but I'm glad I gained that friend in her because she's just a great friend for me. A lot of people may not agree with it or whatever the case may be, but can't nobody tell me nothing bad about right her at all. Okay, so did you have to... Now, I know the ins and outs of that because, like I said, we're friends. Mm-hmm. Um Y'all did not have, like, a very traumatic ending. It wasn't, like, uh, it wasn't messy. Right. Infidelity, cheating. Yeah, so I feel like that's why you were able to have such a great understanding and the bond that y'all had because y'all just woke up one day and was like, this is not working. Right. And y'all were adult about it and you just moved on. You know what I'm saying? So it's a little different. But um, are you friends with any of your other exes? And to be honest, I haven't had many, let's just say, adult relationships. But mm-hmm. even my ex before her, my, I hate to say it, but my dog, you might see us on Twitter interacting, just cutting up. Oh, you got to tell me which one it is later. Gotcha. Um, we interact. She hits me up from time to time. Just tell me about her life. 
you know, so I don't want to put her business out there. But, you know, she's doing good. She's in a relationship now. She has two kids. She's living well, and we still interact cool. What's up? You know, I don't like cursing. I want to curse, but I don't want to curse. Yeah, but, this is um, a clean show. You can't do that. Yeah. Thank you. I'm glad you said <laughs> So it's like, you know, we just got that interaction, and we're just so, like I say, homie-like. We're more vocal and vibrant. So, like, you might see us on Facebook, Twitter, whatever the case may be, just talking trash to each other. That's how we interact. We're just mm-hmm. super cool like that. But I'm literally friends with, I'd say I only had two exes, both my exes. Now, are you friends with, okay, are you friends with your slides too? Whoa. Like your little whoop de whoops that you had? Or is it harder to have a friendship with them? And to be honest, I know somebody might be listening to this. There's no way. But if you're an honest person, truthful, and just straight, like young people say, 100, there's no way that somebody can not get along with you if you never tried to lead them on or right. set expectations that you mm-hmm. know you wasn't trying to keep. Mm-hmm. So I don't think I have any bad blood with, like you say, these whoop-de-whoops or slides or people who are just maybe, you know, friends with benefits because I don't approach them on, I want to do this, I want to do that. You're the only person I'm talking to. We are what we are. We're good friends. Hey, and if I feel as though it's trying to go somewhere and it's not for me, I'm going to let you know. So friends, uh, I don't want to use that word too loosely. but you acquaintances. There we go. Cool. Well, um, that's another reason why I brought you on the show. Mm-hmm. Because we're totally opposite when it comes to that. Oh, yeah. You cut people off. You Listen, Kim. Okay. Let's be honest. You'll cut them off. Okay. Block Let me em. explain. See. Mm-hmm. Okay. Scorpio. Very much so. Once I'm done with a person, usually when I'm done with a person, I haven't had, like, any healthy disconnections. Mm-hmm. Like, the best one I had was my divorce. And that wasn't really the best situation, but it wasn't, like, tragic. Like, it wasn't a lot of stuff that happened. We didn't do a lot of stuff to each other mm-hmm. when we just kind of like, okay, we're not going to do this anymore. And we parted ways. So that was the healthiest disconnect that I had. But a lot of mine, it's like, they do me dirty. Like, they get caught cheating. They get babies. Like, they... It's not regular breakups. It's like the type of breakups, like, you got me messed up. You understand what I'm saying? So... Right, and I know you're super emotional. So I'm it's really like, sensitive. It's to the 10th power, so I know how. So I be hurt. Now, okay, I had a couple of situations that were not, like, that dramatic. But, okay, I have to have a healthy distance. Mm-hmm. Like, once we decide that we're not going to be together or we're not going to deal with each other anymore, I need some time to process that. If I'm in love with you and I'm still sitting on the phone with you day after day and we still on FaceTime, I have no, I don't have the ability to heal. And it's really confusing for me. Right. That's not helping you, like I say, distance yourself because you can't stay in contact with someone that you, you can't just fall out of love overnight. You You just can't. Okay. And almost every relationship I ever had except for one, which was my marriage. All of my other relationships, I got dumped. I was not the dumper. I was the dumpy. So with that being said, like, I got to process what happened to this. Happened to me. I got to process my hurt. I got to deal with it. And I just can't be friends with you right now. But what happens is I give you time because I believe that, you know, I need 21 days. Why 21? Because it takes 21 days to break a habit. So 
I need 21 days to sit with my feelings Mm -hmm. and figure out if I need you to be a part of my life or not. And on that 22nd day, if I still feel the same way that I felt on day one, then we can be friends. But so far, that has not happened to me. Because on day nine, I usually don't care no more. Because I'm able to, like, identify. Once you don't have that person in your ear, you're able to, like, just the, the the blinders come off. Because love is blinding. Definitely. And once you're able to see, like, their actions for what they truly are, then and only then are you able to make a decision or if you need this person or you want them. Because you don't need nobody. But Jesus. At all. And yourself. That's all you need. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> so... Once you have that time, then you can see. It's just I haven't had anybody yet where it's like, oh, I'm. I mean, I could love you, I because once you, I do believe that once you love somebody, you always love them, but you don't have to act on it or have a love for them. Yeah, I could, yeah, I get what you're because saying. I can love you from a distance. Like I could pray for you every night because all because we broke up or we're not dealing with each other doesn't mean that I mean you any harm. Right. Mm-hmm. Especially if it wasn't like messy, messy. You know, what I'm you know some people told the opposite. I wish they died. No, I don't some want that. Like that. Cause first of all, I don't deal with men that don't have kids and I don't want nobody coming up without a daddy. You understand what I'm saying? So I think like that. So I don't want nothing to happen to you. I just want you to stay away from me. Like <laughs> that's all I want. So yeah, I'm extreme. I block you on everything. I um I stop talking to you. I, I it's cold turkey. Right, it's a cleansing process, and mm-hmm. I understand that. A lot of people they don't need to do that. I don't think I would be the type of person who would need to do that because I can kind of process things a little bit quicker than most. Like well, you're said. Aquarius. Hey, don't make it seem like we're just emotionless people. No, that's not what I was going to say. Just I, you're just you're not emotionless, but Scorpios are emotional. Amen. So. I think with emotion, but I'm getting better with it. Like I'm getting way better with like living life and not living it based off my feelings. Because if I was still in, still living life based off my feelings, I wouldn't be recording right now at all. <laughs> so, so I'm getting a little bit better um, with that. But to be honest, I know my ex husband is subscribed to me, mm-hmm. so he listens whenever he listens. I guess I don't know, and I think I have a couple of people that are exes. That listen to me. I've seen some jabs at me that actually look like my content from my show. So I'm pretty sure <laughs> some people listen to me and that's cool. But that's why I handle stuff the way that I handle it. Because I have to be able to separate the facts from the feelings. Absolutely. And that's why we can't be friends today. We might be friends in three weeks. But today? Not today. And that's how I live my life. But that's one of the reasons why I asked you to come on the show because we are total opposites, but that's how we work. Right. I wish I had more of your characteristic traits because, like I said, I'm super logical. Are you saying that I'm not? Whoa. Wait. Let me finish. <laughs> I'm just basically saying, like, my best friend, she basically tells me all the time, you're just so logical. You don't really think with your emotions. You don't lead off of your emotion. And I always say, I mean, emotions can kind of get you ran into a brick wall sometimes. It can. A lot of times, to be mm-hmm. honest. But. I come off, like I say, super logical and emotionless, but I'm really not. I'm a big teddy bear on the inside. I'm a dark-skinned drake on the inside. Oh, yeah. I want to cuddle. I want to take the toenail polish off your toes. I'll blow dry your hair. i do all that stuff, but you just got to get there first. Like, it takes a long to, time to get there, though. I wouldn't say a long time. It's, it's just, it's, like you say, no gray area. Either I don't really like you like that or, okay, yeah. I really like you. 
I want all your time. Text me back quick. I'm waiting on your FaceTime. You know, stuff like that. But mm-hmm. I just wish I could show a little bit more emotion because, like I said, a lot of people can't read me and they think, oh, I never knew you liked me. Oh, I never knew. Because I don't really express you, you emotion don't. like that. Mm-mm. So I'm not going to say I'm trying to work on it, but that's something I may need to start working on because I probably missed out on maybe a couple blessings here and there because I just don't express myself enough, I guess. So You want to know something funny? Well, it's not really funny, but it's ironic to what you just said. Uh Uh-oh, yes. I had a guy tell me two weeks ago the total opposite of what you just said. Like, okay, how you say you might need to work on that because he was basically, he said, he was like, Key, when you rocking with somebody, he used another word, but the show clean. Mm -hmm. You rocking with them. But when you not, you not. He was like, you hot or you cold. And people know, like, if you're dealing with them, like, in friendship, this don't necessarily mean, like, in a relationship way. Mm-hmm. But you know that if I'm smiling in your face, like, I like you. Because if I don't like you, I wouldn't talk to you at all. And he was like, you don't have a gray area. It's extreme. It's either extremely good or extremely bad. And also, I battle with depression. So I'm really either really high or, really low. or I'm really low. And I don't have any in-betweens. He said he respected that when he was on the good side of the fence. But when he's on the bad side, of course, you don't like it. Because when I'm not talking to you, I'm not talking to you. But me personally, I'm trying to get better with that. Because professionally, I got to get better with that. Because I can't be in a room with somebody I don't care for. And that's not professional. So I'm working on it. So we both are, in that aspect, we're kind of the same. It's just, you're harder to read than I am. Because with me, you're going to know. If I like you or not. With I you, agree. I think you suppress it. You have a point. I agree with that. Like I said, maybe we can kind of help, help each yeah, other. Yeah, help know? each other out with it. Find little ways or little tests. Put, you know, put each other to the test to kind of, I just need to express myself a little more. Yeah. Some people I like and I just treat them like a regular old person. Like, Yeah, we don't like that as women. I know. I'll talk to you about it. Okay. We'll Off work on okay. it. I got some exercises. Oh, you, you know, I'll be going to that. That's another episode. I ain't been in therapy in a while. I need a new therapist. I fired my therapist. But anyway. <laughs> but thank you, Brian, so much for coming on today. Um, I need you to do me a favor. Sure. I need you to tell the people about you and where they can find you. Like, let's talk about your show for a little bit. Okay. Well, I'm Brian of Two Tears in a Bucket Podcast. Me and my two lifelong friends since kindergarten, first grade. We have a podcast. We can be found on Facebook, Two Tears in a Bucket Podcast. Instagram, same thing. Matter of fact, I wish there was a way I could drop my link tree, but of course. Wait, I can drop it in the description. Okay. Well, matter of fact, I'll send it to you all in a few. But yes, find us on Instagram. Find us on Facebook. We're live every Thursday, 9 p.m. Eastern time. Sometimes color people time, so give us a couple minutes sometimes. Um, Sound like you're about to jump in and say something. But, um... (laughs) Yeah, we talk about hot topics, you know, breaking news, a little bit of sports here and there, but just just tune in. It's just random good talks with three individuals. We're kind of all the same in the once, but we're all different at the same time. So we're all from Lake City, South Carolina. Shout out to Lake City. But yes, Two Tears in a Bucket podcast. You'll see us all over Facebook. Just add us and just tune in for a good time. And what's your social tags? Of course, you should already know Rihanna's Thug. That's the same for everything. Snapchat, Instagram is Rihanna's Thug with an underscore on the end. 
Twitter, same thing. Rihanna Stug. <laughs> it's not hard to find. I'm a Rihanna stan, so y'all already know that. So Rihanna Stug on all social media platforms, two tears in a bucket, podcast page. Well, thank you so much, Brian, for joining me. I really do appreciate it, and I will have you come back. And I'll probably have the other fellas come back, too, oh, soon. Looking forward um, to it. Oh, yeah. For y'all, if y'all want to follow me, my Instagram, the show page is MCS with Key. My personal Instagram, my Snapchat, my TikTok, uh, everything is The Diary of Key. That's on Twitter, too. And if you like to call in and leave a voicemail and me answer any questions that you have, the number is 803-310-4075. You can also email me at mycurlspeak at gmail.com. Thank you for joining me another Wednesday. Y'all have a good day. See you next week. Thank you.